All right, well, let's jump into it. Uh, let me see. I don't even know what the hell episode I'm on. It's been that long. I think I'm on 61. So this is not another nerdy podcast, 61 slash dork of all trades, 157. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 61, at least I think it's 61, it's been so long. My name is Tom Van Zandt, I'm your host, and with me this week I have two very special co-hosts. D-Rock and J-Money are not with me because neither one of them would want to touch this subject with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> but I have some old friends from the Dork of All Trades podcast. They come out of podcasting retirement, Johnny and Tim. Hey, hello. hello, hello. What's up, boys? What's going on, man? So this is what Michael Jordan felt like coming out of retirement to help the Toon Squad defeat <laughs> the Monstars. I had a vision right when we just started the podcast to actually podcast with the legendary Tom Van Zant. Oh, God. And here Legend- we fucking are. Legendary. It just took six months of not podcasting for him to get, it, to get his fucking attention. It's a long time coming, really. I know we've known each other now for well. We uh, I started so wizard with Joey uh, going on. They're four they're years. approaching four years. So yeah, yeah. So it's been a while, and we met you guys soon after that, and started the Nerd Podcast Mafia with you. So so wizard was one of those shows that I picked up when I right before our show launched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, I want to get into more of the independent podcast community and. You guys were so loud on social media, and that's when I picked up and did a couple live tweets on like of the Flash and of Arrow, and back when it was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been a while, and yeah, it, it was a rough last season for mm. every, all that stuff. But just getting to know you guys, I'm like, I love this show. Want to be a part of it? Love Tom, love Joey, love these guys. This is fucking awesome. You got you went off and did your own thing, and here we are. <laughs> and here yeah, we are. Everybody's just a, a great group of guys and girls and stuff like that in their podcast mafia. So doing this is pretty cool. Well, Johnny, let's call it what it was. I I didn't go off and do my own thing. I lost <laughs> I lost my goddamn mind. Is what I did. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> it's ha- it happens. I I literally went insane for a probably a six month period, and I've, I'm back now. I'm okay now. My apologies to everyone involved in the mafia who got drawn into my craziness. And uh, most importantly, my apologies to Joey for making his life hell for a, quite a period of time. It was always time. fun to throw a few uh, popcorn-eating gifts in the chat while you guys were going the fuck at it, though. Oh, so. man. did we, get, <laughs> we got personal in there. It was crazy. I, I know John and I would be te- like texting on the side saying, Are, "Did you see today? Did you see what happened? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> and then, and then, of course, superhero speak has to get involved and piss me off by calling me an arrogant prick. And then I flew off the handle about that, and it was like one thing after another just compounded, and I just lost my mind literally. I, I to the point where I had to go to therapy, and oh. uh, 
And then I, I got brought back down to earth. And you, what it was was there was a lot of craziness going on in my personal life, not to get real on you for a moment, but I will. There was a lot of craziness going on. And the podcasting stuff was like what I chose to channel all of my disdain and anger and disappointment from everything else that was happening i channeled it into the podcast and specifically at joey and so wizard mm-hmm. so yeah it was a bad ugly scene and thankfully i'm over it and past it and joey and i are good again which is good because i've known the kid since he was like 13 years old and that's not a friendship i want to throw away over a stupid podcast it was a bad therapeutic session mm, a very lengthy one but <laughs> but I made it out the other side, and here we are. And and yeah, now we have not another nerdy podcast. As a result, we do that, you know. So, mm-hmm. so it's all good. But I digress. Uh, it's good to have you guys back recording. That's fun. Dusted the mics off. Yeah, I'm, for I, a very special. It's, it's nice. To, it's nice to see. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what a thing to come out of retirement for. But uh, it, it's nice to see that everything's still working. Okay. Yeah, we're we're missing a few wires. Our whole uh back rig to from the computer back to the soundboard so we can hear you in our headphones mm-hmm. not working so we're winging it i hope we're coming in through just fine you sound great on my end awesome yep so the reason i asked you guys to join me and i do apologize it has been far too long we should have gotten together a long long time ago but see i'm not the podcast whore that joey and mark reagan's are like those guys marky mark markellis reagan's your friend of mine he will go on any podcast with the exception of mine of course just saying, just saying, Mark. I'm just, but he, he'll go on. Talk to the mayor of the podcast mafia like that. In Mark's defense, he is very good at what he does. He is, and and I created him. I'm happy to say, <laughs> I take full credit because he wanted nothing to do with this podcasting. Was not his bag. He did not want to do it. I convinced him to join Joey and I on So Wizard, and now I've created a monster because he is the podcasting guru. He's the man. Oh, he's a dynamo, and he and he, he edits now. He does everything. He's like a he's a triple threat. That guy. Mm-hmm. I am the expert, so <laughs> he, he'll go on any podcast. Joey will do anything because you know, like he says, always be promoting, always be closing. I am not that guy. I don't like going on other people's shows because I don't feel comfortable on other people's shows because I'm a host and I like to be in control of the conversation. I'm sure you guys can appreciate that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So usually terrifying when we're going a, a little out of our element. Yeah. But. So I like to be in control, and I like to know what's coming, and so I, I'm not a big fan of going on other people's shows. So I don't do it as often as I should. And the Nerd Podcast Mafia, I feel like I've burned so many bridges with them through my behavior in the past that I feel weird asking any of them to come on, and I feel weird offering to go on their show at this point. So I don't. I just lay low. I hide in the back of the chat. Occasionally, I'll say something if there's something worth saying. That's pretty much where I'm at at this point. Yeah, he's but yeah. Awesome. I, I kind of I I actually took a, a bigger step than you did in the the group chat. I actually just left entirely. When did you leave the group chat? A long time ago. You didn't notice. No, I, I must not have been paying attention. <laughs> wow. I'm still I, yeah. in the group chat. Yeah, I actually just left. He was going to say, to, to uh, Tom's credit, superhero speak needed a thir- an extra guest tonight. I was like. Do I am I so bold to do two podcasts in one <laughs> night? And I'm like, nah, no, nah, it's not. It's not even worth benching. Like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and like, it's not even a slight at anybody. Like, I didn't do it just because. Like, I didn't want to mm-hmm. be involved anymore. I just did it just because. Maybe it was it had something to do with our show. 
Mm-hmm. Like just kind of clean break it. and stuff like that. I still tweet at porn accounts from the from the Dork of All Trades. I've podcast. noticed, yeah, <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> well, you know, in your uh, defense, Tim, mm. really all the chat has become at this point is just, "Hey guys, here's our new show. Retweet it." Like they they don't really. There's not really a lot of conversation going on in there at this point. It's uh, it's just promotion. So you're not missing much, and that's not right. a, that's not a slam at anybody in the chat. I'm just saying. I've noticed that people don't chit chat in there the way they used to, the way they once did. So it, it was it was very cool to be involved in such a group though. So I mm-hmm. do appreciate everybody in the mafia kind of allowing John and I to be a part of it and stuff like that. So thank you guys. Well you guys were founding members as far as I'm concerned. I mean it was open all powers, you guys, uh so wizard, cult forty five and fans on patrol. Though those were like the uh founding five. You know. What is uh What's going on with Open All Powers? I haven't seen too much coming out from them. Yeah, uh, babies change. Well, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, they got Sam babies. Like yeah, that. Sam's got babies. Uh, babies do a lot. You guys know that. So, I think they're <laughs> in a. I think they're in a holding pattern, much like us. I mean, we haven't put out a new episode in two months, but yeah, here we are. Boom. So I'm sure eventually they'll be coming out again. They'll be coming around again. You popped in for Infinity War. I don't think they have. You know, Gaz is a social life now. He's got a really nice looking girlfriend. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's probably not into podcasts. Yeah, you so, never know. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, she, maybe she is. And like he's like, oh, I can't say anything on the podcast. So I might as well just not speak. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I have that situation with Mrs. Bo, my wife. If she if she knew half the shit I, I talked about on Not Another Nerdy Podcast, I'd be in a lot of trouble. Same thing with my my fiance at the time, or girlfriend at the time. When we your first wife started. now. She's my wife. <laughs> um, Wifey. Call it what it is. Uh, but I was like, oh, are you not listening to the show? Because she downloaded it every week. And she's like, no. I, she I, just I pads really your numbers. Listen. I'm like, oh, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Right on. And thank you for the download. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my girlfriend never listened to the show unless she was on it. Right. For that one, the one, one time. That, the, one, the one time. But I mean... That's only because I told her everything that we talked about. You know, we talked about this, this, this. John cracked this stupid joke, and then I had this stupid answer. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it's a real scientific breakdown of why our show ended. <laughs> oh no, you guys enjoyed what you did, so that's all that matters. Like I, I got into an argument. We were actually ripped apart by another podcast called "Who Are These Podcasts." And this was back in April. They actually did a review of our show, and they literally stole all the audio from one of our episodes and broke it down bit by bit and shredded us. Oh, my God. They just decimated us. And so, you know, I was admittedly hurt. And then I realized these guys don't even know what we're doing. They don't get who we're catering to. We have a very niche audience and people that listen to us majority of whom are people that know us personally and so they get our in jokes and they care about what we're talking about when we're discussing our personal lives i don't expect some guy in fucking arkansas or wherever the hell these clowns were from to give two shits about what we're doing because it's not meant for them you know what i mean but i said on twitter i go i could give two flying fucks if anybody listens to the podcast I do it because I enjoy it and it's an excuse to shoot the shit with my friends on a weekly basis and talk about dorky shit that's the reason yeah. I do the podcast. That's the biggest reason why John and I started doing it because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's normally the conversation we'd have when we were just drunk. Right. And there's no microphones, nothing. It's just me and him sitting in a room 
And we figured, well, let's just do this. Let's, you know, bring a friend on every week and talk about something that they like and we'll just we, shoot the shit. We kept bringing friends on and then all of a sudden we had friends and <laughs> yeah. And then all, <laughs> all of a sudden the, the, the show consisted of me and John and then either Brett or Brandon every other week. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, And then all of a sudden you ended the podcast and all your friends disappeared. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> not necessarily. No, no I know. I'm just not kidding. really. Everybody hangs out on the weekends. They we all play Fortnite, and um, I'm actually hanging out with Brett later this week to do some D and D stuff. So I make that joke because in yeah. my in my instance, that's what what has happened. We haven't recorded in two months, and I haven't seen Derek like since. I mean, he just disappeared. And we used to talk like almost every day. He calls me maybe once a week now. I'm like, save it for the podcast, yeah, right? I see how it is. It's if we're not podcasting, we're not boys. I get it. I get it. It's funny that you get you mentioned that get you get inflamed by another podcast cuz we had something similar happen in our first year. Oh, really? It was like the first couple of weeks. Yeah. We were got the new equipment one of our first iterations of the new equipment. We were interested in trying it out. In like March, after the in the first year we started, and we uh, we did a podcasts episode where we talked about all the podcasts we are listening to. Yeah, sure, I remember and that episode. We talked about So Rizzard. Mm-hmm. We talked about another show that it's not that I don't want to name them. I, I honestly don't remember. Don't remember the name. Right. But this is towards the end. We had a list of like fifty different podcasts, and we're I'm so pissed drunk. I'm like, they're a great podcast. They're a guy and another guy, and they do. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> And so, which wasn't the best way to like, no. yeah. sh- like shout them out. Yeah, you, were, yeah, no, you don't really ingratiate yourself to them with that description, but that's okay. I get your point. <laughs> and in response, <laughs> they did a breakdown of our show, oh. and they have. It was clear that they never listened, and they they went for the joke. They 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 were talking about, oh, they have this extra guy on all the time named. Uh, spatula named spatula <laughs> and like then they're like oh they're they're fucking idiots <laughs> yeah 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 well <laughs> what can that you happens. do you made you you made more friends through the podcast than you made enemies that's all that matters i think that was actually like the only show we've ever had a problem with well i'll say the palm but no i, mean, <laughs> I never had a problem with that oh yeah Oh, God, poor Aussie. uh, Jesus Christ. I brought those guys in because I thought they'd be fun to interact with everyone. And, man, did they just rub everyone the wrong way. And and I don't know. I don't know what happened. Russ just decided. He didn't even tell me he was dropping out of the mafia. He just did it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? (laughs) Like, it's almost, you know what it felt like? Have you ever, like, recommended a friend for a job? Like, you're working someplace and you get a friend hired and then they fuck up and either quit or get fired and it reflects on you and makes you look bad? No, because I don't do that in fear of that. Well, (laughs) I have done that and it has burned me. And I did that with the mafia and it burned me. So that's another reason why I I stepped back. I'm not as active in the mafia as I should or could be because I'm like, God damn it. Last time I pushed for a podcast to get involved, look what happened. All hell broke loose. I, I will say one thing, though. Them leaving did inspire everyone to start interacting more which i did like i was a fan of that so there was one positive to come out of the otherwise negative situation it was literally our last episode being aired like the next day we're like <laughs> oh this is fucking great i know all of a sudden <laughs> yeah, everybody's we're, we're done too guys see ya <laughs> but are you here you are it, it crossed my mind a couple of weeks ago to actually Bring try and do it again but yeah. i thought you know he's he's busy with the 
the baby. I'm going to be moving out. I was going to talk about stuff. this off air, man. I was going to see where you were. I don't know. I mean, I'm comfortable. Um, I'm we'll not see. comfortable right now because it's like thousand fucking degrees in this room. But. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, here's the Take deal. It. You should do what I'm planning on doing, which is, look, the no weeks off thing, that's Joey and So Wizard's gig. Like, I was all for that when I was part of So Wizard. I'm very proud of the fact that I did 118 episodes of So Wizard and did not miss one week. But the truth of the matter is, is I've just got too much shit going on. I cannot possibly produce an episode a week. So I'm just basically going to do Not Another Nerdy when I have time. You know, if that means two episodes a month, then that's what people get. But I'm not going to hold myself to doing one every week. Because, you know, sometimes there's just not, there's a week there, there's not enough to talk about or anything worth talking about. And then you're just putting out a half-assed show just to get something out. I don't want Yeah, we came across that a couple yeah, times. Yeah, I don't want to do that news, news was kind of flat mm-hmm. and our guests didn't really have anything they wanted to talk about specifically. So we kind of just scraped the bottom of the barrel and mm-hmm. talked about random things and Trailer Dicks 5. Yeah. <laughs> you can only analyze so many trailers for movies. Right. Well, we do have a hot topic to discuss this week, don't we, boys? Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> you can say that. Yeah. First of all, if anyone wants to check out Dork of All Trades, I'm, the backlog's still available, right? People can go listen to the old shows? Yep. Everything's on dorkofalltrades.net, or I think it's available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Google Play. Um, Stitcher, maybe? Sti- I don't know. I haven't checked. Oh, Stitcher's getting weird with premium, and they're getting real aggressive. So I don't know what the hell's going on over hmm. there. All right. But well, I, I have noticed a lot of the guys are doing Spotify now, which is pretty cool because I have a Spotify account. So I just get rid of all the other podcast apps and just listen on Spotify. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to go about that. I'm not, I don't know. It's, I'm I'm really not tech savvy. Oh, you damn kids with your fancy podcast yeah, platforms, <laughs> fancy podcasting apps, podcatching apps, whatever the fuck you call them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy I know how to edit. That's like I think that's that's my thing. And uh, beyond that, like social media, that's not my thing. I don't want to be involved with any of that shit. So J Money takes care of that and. Admittedly, sometimes it, uh, you know, he's taking pictures of his food. I'm like, what is this? Why is this on our fucking Facebook page? But make a fake account about your Watto statue. Oh, God. I still, (laughs) can you believe it's been over a year? I still don't know who that is. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's J. Money. Oh, really? That's also, yeah. That's an interesting theory. See, now, see, I can't say the reason why I don't think it's him, because Jay Money will be insulted. But Watto is very clever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I don't think it is him. If it is him, then that's brilliant. And Jay Money, that's the biggest work of all time. God bless. I mean, he, that's something he would probably do, because he, he is big into wrestling, and I could see him making up a fake character like that. But I don't know. I have my theories but I still haven't been able to prove who it is. And at this point, I'm at the point where I don't really care because I'm hoping the person will just reveal themselves. You know, it's been long enough. Come on, guys, whoever it is. Or girl. Could be a girl. You're probably listening. Maybe it's <laughs> Au- maybe it's Aubrey. How cool would that be? I love Who's Aubrey. Can I just Check say? to see if her I- the IP address on the account changed in the last, like, six months because mm. she didn't move. <laughs> she did, yeah. That's creepy. Don't do that. No, you're right. <laughs> I mean, state line. That could be that could be taken the wrong way. I'm not gonna do. Yeah, that. <laughs> she has enough problems. I'm not gonna add to them. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> creepy stalker guys. I don't want to be that guy. 
So anymore. But anyway, anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> Any longer. So yeah, I don't even remember what we were talking about. But yeah, so uh, good to have you back. That's what I want to say. We're so we're here. The reason I pulled you guys out of retirement is because something awful happened this past week. And for those of you who don't know, a cosplayer named Chloe Dykstra released a, well, I guess it's an essay. I don't know what it would, a memorandum. I don't know what you would describe it as. <laughs> blog post. <laughs> oh, yeah, a blog. Um, yeah, confession, maybe? A confession, knows? right. Where she she Journal. didn't name names, per se, but she gave a detailed account of a three-year relationship that she had and the hell that she was put through by this man. And she made some, well, I mean, she pretty much said it was Chris Hardwick, I mean, without saying it was Chris Hardwick. Yeah, if you knew who she was at all. Is. She's still alive, John. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, you're right. Pronouns. (laughs) If you knew who she is and you knew her relationship with Hardwick, it was very prominent. Yeah. Just through Nerdist, like a lot of media that came out, all those videos, like the celebrity bowling she was in a bunch of. She's always like, yeah, this is Chris's girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chloe. Yeah. And she pretty much said she referred to the guy as a somewhat successful podcaster turned CEO mogul. And so, I mean, it's pretty obvious who she's talking about, right? Yeah. Yep. So that came out and that was scathing and awful. And then I noticed on Facebook, because we are friends on Facebook, that not just one of you, but both of you separately posted about it and you were both very upset. And I want to give you a chance to talk about it because I personally, I'm going to level with you. I'm not the biggest Hardwick fan. I've grown to tolerate him because he hosts the Walking Dead after show, Talking Dead. And... I've kind of grown, he's grown on me, if you will, but I was never a big fan to begin with. So you guys were fans, so I want to give you an opportunity to talk about what this means to you and what your thoughts on it were. What did you think, John, when you read Chloe Dykstra's confession there? And by, I, I and by the way, Twitter sorry, first. by the way, I'm not going to read it, but if you, anyone listening wants to see it, Google Chloe Dykstra. It'll pop right up and you can read it yourself. I, I'm not going to go through the whole thing bit by bit, yeah. but if you want to know what we're talking we're about. Gonna, we're going to we're going to put a spoiler warning for that article. Or yeah. Is that what's about to happen? <laughs> right. uh, it, yeah, it's on a medium. So if you look Chloe Dykstra medium or Skydark it, medium. It, it's called Rose Colored Glasses, a confession. Mm-hmm. She yeah. titled it. So I saw... Hardwick's name trending on Twitter that morning and I'm like oh god no because you see anything trending on Twitter and it wasn't even my personal Twitter or the podcast Twitter it was works Twitter oh. so their trending their worldwide trending thing is way different right and for him to pop up on that was like he's either dead relapsed or he's done something awful and it was <laughs> ding <alive>. ding ding <laughs> So I bet he, that, I bet he wishes like, he was dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just like I was so familiar with Nerdist and it's really what got me into podcasting was Kevin Smith shows and a and then then the Nerdist Network, like all of those different podcasts on the show. So at one point I was listening to 10 different Nerdist shows. Mm-hmm. Wow. A lot of them have been phased out and I still listened up until this last week too which was the original nerdist or id10t which is what it goes by now mm-hmm. and uh you made it weird with pete holmes which is a fantastic show if you have six hours <laughs> uh, it's a very long show mm-hmm. and reading 
it from Chloe's perspective was was kind of shitty. I mean, because yeah. seeing how he does put on that face and like realizing like, oh, it is this guy that's on mic or he's on camera and he's he's a different person when he gets off. And you, you see cracks of that as of somebody who's listened to his the content for almost eight years. I knew I, I, I've seen like. Oh no no you can't do that because like you you can't bring alcohol here mm-hmm. or something because he's been sober for over twelve years and like shit and like you, you see like him not being on Mike Chris and that was like weird and it kind of validated it for me I'm like I can't say she's a hundred percent right but even if she isn't a hundred percent right and she's partially right still everything that she said was pretty damaging mm. yeah the the whole innocent until proven guilty thing is kind of the big thing here but also we're living in that day and age where you have to kind of believe these women when they say this stuff right you know much like john i was a fan of chris hardwick through the nerdist podcast that's we we've bonded over that and stuff like that and i would watch you know the celebrity boat nerdist celebrity bowling and all of this stuff like that and i got done reading this article kind of around towards the end of the work day John texted me and said, hey, something happened. Read this. I was a little busy at work, so it waited a little bit. And I read it, and I felt sick to my stomach and angry at the same time. Because mm-hmm. this is like a guy who we watched and somewhat idolized, right? Would you right. say that? Yeah. And um, to find out that he would do this to such a lovely and beautiful person like Chloe kind of pissed me off. Right. I remember a specific instance in Celebrity Bowling where they had the cast and crew from Doctor Who Who on. And Chloe bowls the ball. She's not the greatest bowler, and I believe she got a a gutter ball. And Chris actually yelled at her on camera. I was like, wow, that's on camera. Imagine what it was like off and nobody Mm. was around. So that was kind of like a glimpse into the the monster's cave, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. And then throughout the day, I was kind of following up with a lot of the people that associate themselves with Chris, like Will Wheaton and Matt Myra, Jonah Ray, Felicia Day, and almost anybody that was ever on the show at midnight that aired on Comedy Central, a show that John and I, when we would be done recording, would stay up till at midnight and watch at midnight. And he, John would live tweet, and we'd sit there and do the hashtag wars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it was very hard to read this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know really what else to say. Well, as someone who's not a huge Hardwick fan, like I said, I mean I he seems really smarmy and phony to me, which is one of the things I don't like about him. And reading her account of the way he actually is just kind of justifies my feeling about him mm-hmm. that he is just not the person he appears to be. And I am very much one of those wear my heart on my sleeve. You guys know from listening to any podcast I've ever been on, I'm all (laughs) about honesty, maybe to a fault. I'm all about being real and talking about real stuff and real life shit. Hashtag real talk. So when I see people like this, and I get that he's like a kind of a game show hosty kind of a character. So he's got to kind of be, he's got to have that persona. But it just seemed really syrupy and phony and reading this poor girl's account of the way he treated her and what he expected of her. I mean, it was almost like, I, I hate to use the term 
slavery, but that's what it seemed like. Like he, she was just there to please him and fulfill his needs and fuck her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is terrible. And he obviously stripped her of her self-worth and her ability to get out of that situation. She was just so desperate to get his approval that she was willing to do whatever and put up with whatever. And that is awful. If it's true, I mean, look, there's two sides to every story. And he's actually since rebuttaled. Uh, Yes. He responded. It took him all fucking day. Like, he was quiet. Silence. His silence was deafening. And finally, that evening, around 9.30 at night, he responded. And I believe his his retort was, I have never sexually assaulted my ex-girlfriend. But that was, like, the main thing that he denied. On to yeah, him. he didn't deny any of the other shit. And then he actually, like, flipped the blame onto her, saying that she, she cheated, cheated on yeah. him and stuff like that. So, Which is an unintentional tactic. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like. The way it's written out and the way we know colloquially all these new terms for mental abuse instead of physical abuse like gaslighting and all this other stuff, just as somebody who has my own emotional issues, I understand what it like feels to, to have a relationship with somebody and then pull away and then just kind of use a tactic, not knowing that I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I went – I was a nerd in high school like – I've I've had bad relationships. Right. Um, I think we all have. Yeah. And it, it's not something that's 100% intentional. It's something that you're my comfort zone and I'm I'm, hap- I'm happy where we're at. I don't want things to change. Right. So him within the relationship, you, you never know. Like, did he know he was doing this? Is this, this something like 100% intentional? Or is it something – is it a victim of consequence? Like, this is what all he knows – how to treat people to make it so it works for him. Hmm. Well, Which is you, a hard thing to say. Right. But if you believe her account, she said in her article that he was afraid she would come forth and tell everyone what he did to her. So obviously he was aware of what he was doing because he knew it would reflect on him negatively if it ever got out. Yeah. I mean, she said at the end that she's got videos and audio recordings of a lot of this stuff. So like, if he even tried to, I guess, Stewart, go back at yeah. her, that stuff would come out. So I guess his only move really was to kind of just deny and try to flip the blame on her and stuff. So, One thing that I find curious, and I'm just playing devil's advocate because I'm not saying I don't believe Chloe. I don't think a person goes to that length and writes something that powerful if it isn't true and if it didn't affect her in that way. That's a little bit... If that's all made up, then she is amazing. I mean, she's a good liar. Um, it took balls to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it really did. So I'm not saying that she's not telling the truth. However, it is curious to me that she has, A, waited this long. B, she waits until the guy gets married. I mean, he just got married last summer, and now I believe he's got a kid on the way. They're yeah. trying. Yeah. I, think I don't think she's pregnant yet. They're, but they're working on it, right? So, I right. mean... They're his, plugging away. I mean, his life is where she would have wanted her life to be, if you will. Yeah, and he had a new show starting this weekend that was going to kick off with AMC, which was pulled. Um, Last minute, yeah. 
<laughs> which pisses me off because yeah talking well this episode is called talking chris hardwick but yes talking with chris hardwick and it pisses me off because i really wanted to see that episode because donald glover was gonna be on <laughs> yeah i saw that i would never seen the show but i've stayed last year for the entire season what he did was released the audio from the shows mm-hmm. uh, like a raw file of it on the podcast so without any cuts or like any edits that was going to be what the actual product was on, on AMC. So I, I saw, I heard all of last year's shows, which was, it was interesting. Right. Again, right. was a fan of him. I liked what he did with the show, you know, but yeah, Donald Glover, Donald Glover interview would have been great. It would have been great. I would have liked to have seen that, but I understand but no. why AMC put a halt on and I get it. They're saying that Yvette Nicole Brown, who is an actress, she's been on Talking Dead mm-hmm. multiple times. She loves The Walking Dead. In my she's opinion, she's current, been on it way too many times. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's the current frontrunner to maybe take over oh, God. that talking show. Dead? Yeah, Not Talking Dead, but talk just like just talking. talking. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I feel like Why do I have to be punished? is a reflection of the, the Kevin Smith podcast. The talking was a reflection of Nerdist or mm-hmm. ID10T, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he, Chris hasn't been involved with Nerdist since 2012. Right. He stepped away he from stepped Nerdist. down from CEO. Yeah. He in fact, had, yeah. In fact, Chloe made it a point to say something about <laughs> that. She was like, don't blame you know the people at his company because he's not involved there anymore and they're good people. She made it a point to come out and say that. And there was a bit of clapback on Twitter from employees yeah some writers stepped that down worked for hardware directly no but yeah writers that were stepping down from working currently with there's nerdist. some some writers that worked worked for nerdist currently that are stepping away because they don't want to associate themselves with, with that him wow. and like his brand and then there was other employees who was like yeah no i can i'm not saying i i don't believe her but i can say without us with without certainty that chris hardwick's a fucking dick wow yeah i mean not having a drink for so many years can kind of make you an asshole i bet i bet yeah he should probably start drinking again maybe not he was probably more of an asshole when he was drinking (laughs) i don't know if that's possible by this account holy shit how could it be any worse i i made the joke to my wife i said man compared to chris hardwick negan is looking like a pretty nice guy (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't look so bad with who that knew bat, the uh, greatest villain in the Walking Dead universe would be Chris Hardwick Ooh. Ooh. that's a good one Thank I you. like that one thanks been working on that all week <laughs> very well done sir <laughs> yeah I again I'm not a huge Hardwick fan if he's not guilty of all this then I feel bad for the guy because his career is fucking toast I mean they need to do an in memoriam for his career on Talking Dead because he is done Stick a fork. Yeah, he, see how he's he also set to host or currently is hosting a show on NBC called The Wall. It's how like a that game show. I didn't and, <laughs> and they're currently trying to assess the situation yeah, and see really? what they want to do. But I imagine he'll be gone from that as well. Yeah, he ain't he ain't gonna be on that. You ain't gonna but see his face. <laughs> a lot of a lot of Hardwick's friends like uh Will Wheaton, he mentioned one thing, and that was about it. He said, until all the facts are straight, I will not say anything regarding my best friend's situation. That's about it. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, I can't speak for Will Wheaton, but I can speak for myself. I have friends who I consider very dear friends who are fucking assholes. Okay? 
So it is entirely possible, Will Wheaton, that your best friend is a fucking asshole. And just because he doesn't treat you like an asshole doesn't mean he's not that guy. Um, so right. yeah, he should probably not say anything. That's probably the smartest thing. Well, I yeah. mean, I was going to say he doesn't want to hurt his career, but what career does he have other than showing up on Big Bang Theory every now and again? True. You know. Yeah. There's a <laughs> he can sundry. <laughs> but uh, one of Chris Harbrick's other friends, uh, Jonah Ray, who I know John is a big fan of, so much so that Jonah actually blocked Band him me on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. That um. Now who's Jonah Ray? He co-hosts. Uh, he was a co-host of the Nerdist podcast with Chris Hardwick and Matt Myra, and then somewhat regularly co-hosted when they changed it from Nerdist to ID Ten. He's been on a lot recently. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, he's a comedian. Worked under Chris when like way back when you when Chris just got sober, and he's been really good friends with him for a while. He got his own show like last year, which was or two years ago. Mystery Science, the new Mystery Science oh, yeah. Theater, three thousand. The Mystery Science oh, Theater. Guy. Okay, now I know who he is. Yeah. All right. And he was also the Bing guy in those Bing versus Google like blind test mm-hmm. thingies, right? From like five years ago, if you remember those commercials. I do. But, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, he's, that, that's the guy. I, he didn't really say anything, but the past couple of days he's put up some cryptic tweets that are gifts of Keanu Reeves from a movie called uh, River's Edge from 1986 where a friend of Keanu Reeves' character basically admits that he killed his girlfriend and they don't believe him (laughs) and there's a gif of Keanu Reeves in what looks like a courtroom and he's just kind of doesn't look like he's guilty but looks like he knew all along and didn't say anything. Did you ever see this movie? No. So you had to do research. I did research, yeah. That. Well, I followed the thread. I was like, all right, well, what the fuck movie is this? Yeah, what's this that is from? like, <laughs> this is pre-Bill and Ted. You're like, that doesn't look like Matrix. What is this? No. <laughs> this isn't Speed. <laughs> this isn't John Wick. What the fuck? <laughs> John is... John Wick 3. Oh, man. Four. Where he goes after Chris Hardwick. Oh. <laughs> there's your there's your, there's your new plot line for John Wick 3. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that. That'll do. <laughs> So I, I feel bad for you guys because, like I said, I don't idolize the guy, but I can I know if somebody I looked up to did I found yeah. out something horrible like this, that would really crush me. So I do feel for you, and that's why I wanted you to come on and, and vent about it because I think that's somewhat therapeutic. And it's all alleged. Obviously, we're not saying Chris Hardwick definitely did any of this, but it don't look good. And no. It doesn't. And honestly, um, in this era of the internet, you're pretty much you're guilty until proven innocent nowadays. So definitely are. Yeah. yeah, I don't see him coming back. I don't think he's going to be hosting Talking Dead anymore. Which you know, I did grow to like him on that show, so that's a little disappointing. And hopefully, Yvette Nicole Brown will not be replacing him because she annoys the living shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a mixed. That's a mixed bag. A lot of people really like her, and I think okay. some people are kind of excited for her to. be I taken liked up. her on Community. She was on that show Community with Donald Glover, mm-hmm. and I was a fan of her on that show. I'm okay with her in small doses. Like if she's on Talking Dead as a guest, like maybe once every couple months, but she's on regularly. She's almost like a co-host. She's on so fucking much. And she brings out her notebook with all her notes. And it's like, I don't give a shit, Event Nicole Brown. I don't want to hear about it. You know what I mean? That's not interesting to me. I would rather they bring up more audience members and get their opinions than this one chick. I don't know. That's just me. That would be a good show. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'd be interested in that. Seeing what other fans that aren't celebrities think about it, you know. But wait, I do th- remember that doesn't going... that doesn't that turn into in uh, inside the actor's studio? Right. If that's the case, <laughs> yeah. at some point too. I do remember an episode of Talking where they went to the phones and the guy that was on the other end was a batshit crazy dude <laughs> that started spilling scripture and they cut the feed live. They're like, ah, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I like stuff like that. So. Yeah, maybe not going to the audience. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. It. I think that's bet. that's real. I like real. You know what I mean? <laughs> but How, a, another thing that... Oh, I, I got an idea. I, Why don't they have Chloe Dykstra replace Chris Hardwick? Give her a job. Yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. She's fantastic. She'd be great. Yeah, one of, one of John's favorite... YouTube is it like a documentary or is it like a, a little mod. short? It's a short. It, it's it's classified as a short on YouTube or it's, an IMDb. It's called Wrestling Isn't Wrestling by um who is it? Max Landis, right? Max Landis, yeah. It directs it, narrates. Who has it, his own it. bag of issues? Yeah, I was but, gonna yeah. say that's another cat I can take in small doses. And you said yeah. Jay Money loves wrestling, and I know he does, so yeah. he might really like this doc. But it's basically the history of Triple H, as told by Max Landis portrayed by a cast of females portraying the wrestlers nice it's fucking hilarious. it is really really good i will have to check that out that's on youtube yeah yes. it's on youtube wrestling isn't wrestling and if you go back to the po- my post about hardwick i shared chloe's other works and this is one of the things that i mentioned nice i'll check that out but yeah. there was one thing that i i think i mentioned to john the other night when i saw him that kind of rubbed me the wrong way about all this is recently during the whole harvey weinstein and bill cosby thing i'm pretty sure chris harwick cracked a couple jokes about it on his show oh yeah he had to speak up everyone had to say something so it's like you know but i mean you can see it from his perspective is he's not drugging women and then taking them back or he's not jerking off into a ficus (laughs) like true he's in a committed relationship with somebody who he sees as an object which is a whole nother delusion which is um, allegedly yeah well and the other problem too is people who are wired that way half the time they don't think what they're doing is wrong true Mm -hmm. and and they also feel validated by it because the person they're doing it to does not leave they stay so they think they're okay with it on some weird level yeah. I mean, there's it's, some serious psychosis going on. There's craziness going on between that relationship uh, on very on many, many levels, very deep, dark levels. It's uh, unfortunate. Yeah. If, if you or anybody you know is affected by any of this stuff, please just say something to somebody. People are always listening. Absolutely. Especially nowadays with the Me Too, mo- hashtag Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will definitely be heard if you voice what's going on and And i think she was kind of afraid to even bring that the me too movement into it because she felt that it wasn't a part of it yeah but in some ways it is oh i would say it is absolutely (laughs) yeah maybe not to the he wasn't using he wasn't like making her do stuff for him to further her career per se but uh but it was definitely sexual abuse. I mean, and the fact that one part she said, which really disturbed me, where she got pregnant accidentally and she had to have surgery. Which to, Chris did talk about. Yeah. They talked about that on the podcast. And right. It's a what? An epoptic? 
correct? Epoptic. Yeah, epoptic. Yeah, and, that and sounds it could basically kill her, so she had to have the surgery and have the baby removed. And when she was recovering, her mother said, you know, how is she? And the doctor said, oh, the surgery went great. And she's like, that's wonderful, the mother. And then Chris Hardwick's first question to the doctor was, when can she have sex with me again? And, he, yeah. and, and the fact that he said that right in front of the girl's mother, what the fuck is wrong with him? I... That was the one thing I'm, I I had to stop reading. Because that's not a joke. I mean, that's not a joke. I know he's mm. a comedian, but that's not a joke you make when your girlfriend just got out of a serious surgery that could have potentially killed her, and her mother is right there next to you. That's what you say? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, I'm wondering if a lot of like loyal fans of him that are like on his side right now are just basically saying, oh, well, he's a comedian. He was joking around. And he is a filthy comedian in like the same vein. He talks about jizz more than Bob Saget does. Yeah. Like, (laughs) (laughs) God, I hate that word. He does. He, he, he's, he was very funny to me for a long time. And now I don't know. He he talked about Chloe a lot in his standup. If you, if you go back and listen to it, like, about their relationship and the jokes that he says it's any indication from his stand-up routines that this shit was going on no not really i mean there's a joke where he snaps on a delivery driver because the dog threw up but like it was very thinly veiled and it doesn't really tie into no. it but they were talk. he was talking about like you know those kiki roomies um like basically pajamas like footy pajamas yeah, that yeah. are all like a giant Japanese outfit, right? Like different animals and stuff. Pandas, pandas, foxes. He was a purple fox, majestic <laughs> purple fox. <laughs> so, um, getting into the bit. Um, no, John, we hate him. We I know. Sorry, sorry. Him. God. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, we do hate him. <laughs> well, I mean, he is a class A sociopath. If what she's saying about him is true, I mean that he's mm-hmm. got like split personality level type of shit going on. How she describes his like lust for power. And celebrity. So trying to associate celebrity with people who are worth his time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally. People. You know what? I believe that 100%. He comes across that way just in the way he interacts with the people on the Talking Dead show. You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally get that he's a celebrity dick sucker. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he loves mentioning, you know, we're friends now. And oh, yeah, when I called you or when you, you know, he, he loves to drop those little notions and nods that he knows these people on a personal level. He interacts with them outside of work like he has to tell you about it. He wants you to know he's somebody. Yeah, I, it, I've seen I see those like throughout. I mean, he has had Kirkman on the podcast like four times mm-hmm. just just to hang out like. They, they they got close because he made it so, you know what I mean? Right. I, oh God, I can't wait to hear what Kirkman if Kirkman makes any statement about this. I can't wait to hear what that'll be. I'm more interested in hearing what the Pope has to say, Tom. <laughs> the Church does not condone this Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. <laughs> Is not a good Christian boy. <laughs> and if the Pope had his druthers, you know what druthers are, children? Because the Pope uses the word druthers and he's not quite sure what it means. But if the Pope had his druthers, he would take this boy, Chris Hardwick, 
over his knee and spank him. <laughs> spank him very hard. Thank you. Thank you, Pope. I don't think that's uh, an appropriate response, Your Holiness, but, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he has been drinking that communal wine, so you got to give him a little bit of leeway there. Yep. Yeah, so, oh, Chris Hardwick, man, I don't know. See, <laughs> this, this like, shakes up every... Man, I have endless jokes about it, though, because I'm like, well, <laughs> looks like Andrew Lincoln's not the only one exiting Walking Dead in Season 9, you know? I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, but I guess, it, you know, it, then I feel bad joking about it because it, it almost lessens the importance of it and really the reason i'm doing this show with you guys is i want the word to get out there because it is important and i have two daughters and i'll tell you right now if they grow up and meet a chris hardwick and he ever treats them this way you'll be visiting me in jail because i will take matters into my own hands uh you don't treat women like that folks you just don't no. You're a miserable human being. If you can treat another human being like that, you got some serious problems and you need years of therapy. And Chris Hardwick, I would recommend that you not try to save your career and salvage your career because that's pretty much over, my friend. I would focus on your family and focus on getting right in the head. Go get some therapy, some severe therapy because you need it. <laughs> you, are, yeah. you, are, you are a sociopath, my friend. And uh, that's it. That's all I'm going to say about it. But yeah, it's this is an important topic, and it's definitely worth talking about, which is why we are discussing it. We're not trying to jump on the bandwagon by any means. Um, it was important for me and to let you guys hash it out, because I know it right. affected you greatly. Mm. Well, I mean, like his, his roots run deep for me, because not only was it podcasting that he got me into, it was Doctor Who, which is by far one of my favorite favorite things about like nerddom Mm -hmm. i fucking love that show that show means so much to me or as joey from so wizard would say dr Pooh. yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but for me doctor who's one of those fandoms where you're either into it or you do not like it at all it's there's no in between with doctor who i noticed Mm -hmm. that you're just you're a devout whovian or you could care less about it i don't care I've I've seen that. I've yeah. made a lot of I made a lot of friends and not friends by talking about it for hours. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's the one that got me into it. Like his conversation with Neil Gaiman about the show, like both of them expressing like nerding out about it. It was like, you know, what the fuck is this thing about? Oh, I get it. Holy shit. Will Wheaton's love for that show, like just the community around it, the it got me through a really rough time even before I was ready to start podcasting. Mm-hmm. And then when we, we watched it for a few, it years, made us bigger, like better friends too. Yeah, we got, we bonded pretty hard over it. Um, and I mean to, to go back, I, like back when I was just starting in college is when Hardwick came into my life and fucking now I'm shutting him out of it. I deleted the subscribe, like I unsubscribed from his podcast yesterday mm-hmm. and just to be like there's nothing i need from him anymore and no. it's you're on you're on yeah. to a new chapter of your life try time to start something new right and even if even if he is 100 percent innocent anytime that i hear his voice or listen to an interview with him interview him interview one of the coolest people in the world tom fucking hanks mm-hmm I can't get my image, this image out of my head that he did this to somebody I respect. Right. 
it's the first kind of like person in Hollywood that came out like that. This story has been about that has affected me this way. Right. Yeah. And it, it sucks. It's a real kick in the nuts. Cause he's like a B no, not even, he's like a C or D level celebrity. And he was treating her like you'd expect some a level celebrity to be, to be treating a nobody. Like he totally took advantage of her and the fact that he had some stature and some celebrity over her. I mean, it, like, and the, that quest for power shit comes back. Like, her dad is a huge stop motion guy. Like, he did the stop motion for the original Star Wars. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, John Dykstra, yep. fucking awesome guy. But like, his his fandom for that was like, oh yeah, and Chloe, her dad is this. Like, mm-hmm. anytime that they were in public or on the podcast, that's it's, it was a talking point. It's probably the only Chris, reason he got involved with her. Yeah, it would suck. Wanted to get to know her dad, you know. If he's such a celebrity stroker, you know. I hope that's not the case. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me if he is this way. Uh, well, Chloe Dykstra, our hearts are with you, kid, and we're sorry you went through this. But kudos to you for coming forth and pulling the uh, the ugly out of the dark and showing it to everybody, because that was not an easy thing to do. No, no, it was not. Definitely not. And she's going to get a shit ton of backlash for it. I don't know if she will though. Have you I've been checking Twitter? I mean, Twi- yeah. Uh, Hardwick has his fans, man, and they are ferociously defending him. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. You you see that type of person, and I've always wondered. I'm like, how? How have you gotten this far in life mm-hmm. where you can't hear something and and just ignore not it completely, even consider right. it as right. a fact? Right. I mean, I disagree. I'm I'm not a liberal. I'm a conservative libertarian and i have a lot of liberal friends who just say the craziest bad shit crazy stuff and i disagree with a lot of it but even some of the stuff they say you can't ignore i mean there are just things that are right in your face and pretty obvious and you have to acknowledge and this is a case where this girl would not come forth and say all of these different things and get that deep and expose herself to that level just to get back at her ex-boyfriend. I mean, this is more than that. And if you don't see that, then you just have blinders on and you don't want to believe that Chris Hardwick is worse than Negan. That's all that is. Yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> I think Negan should wrap him in the head with Lucille. That would, I think that's a fair thing. Let Chloe Dykstra hit him in the head with Lucille a couple times. That would be a great ending episode to Talking Dead. <laughs> and then she takes over the chair. She sits in yeah. the chair. <laughs> They just create a, like, a model of him and boom, it's yep. just a close-up. That's how it starts. <sighs> uh, they do the same camera pan that they did to Glenn oh, as he's looking up at Maggie. Oh, oh. Well, Hardwick has done a extra work on The Walking Dead as like a five or six different zombies over the years. Oh, man. I'd love for a montage of him just being killed over and over right. again. Doesn't he do like an in-memoriam part yeah. of the show where yeah. he talks about all the people that died? Yeah, he can do one on himself. Yeah, Somebody on the internet, please. An in-memoriam Chris Hardwick's career. Yeah. It'll happen. You'll see it. They'll put it to the music and everything. Oh, that would be amazing. Uh, I'd shit. Sure shit out of that. I would too. That'd fucking be, that'd be hilarious. Alright, boys. Well, so what do you think is going to happen to him? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> really? I think he'll lose a couple these these jobs and then go away for a little bit and come back. He'll pod, he'll podcast his heart out fucking all his 
his entire base will stay with them. Anybody that's not smart enough to kind of like take a break. Um, got, what do you think his wife is going to do? That's what I'm wondering. Because I'll tell you she's right got now, a lot of money. I know, but if I'll tell you, let me tell you something. If this came out about me, my wife would divorce my ass. I'm telling you, my you wife have a lot of money. Well, that's true. But <laughs> You'd be dead before you were divorced. You're right. My wife would kill me. She would kill <laughs> me. <laughs> she would Lucille my ass um, with a bat. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious to know what his wife right now, the wife that he has, what she is thinking uh, about all this. Because I, I feel bad for her, you know. I mean, if if Chris actually really did all this stuff, who knows what's maybe going on in this relationship? Mm. It's not. It's, it's not out of the norm to think that. No, you're right. I mean, she's used to really strict lifestyle, lifestyle and schedule. Like she's a she's model. supermodel. Yeah. Like not a, just not just a model, Tim. She's a she's a high runway model. Sorry, forgot. She's a fancy ass American princess model. And her mother apparently came forward and made a fatal attraction reference to Chloe Dykstra, which I thought was kind of fucked up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She came forward and was defending her son-in-law. Huh. And she uh, made a reference, like Chloe Dykstra was, you know, the nutty ex who wanted the life that they have now, and she can't have that, so she's going to do this instead and try to ruin his life. I don't think that's what this is about. No. Are you looking that up now, John? No, I'm actually looking to see if... Her name's what, Patty Hurst. What Chris's mom. Is oh. Google. What's her name on Twitter? Nerdist Mom. Nerdist Mom. She hasn't tweeted in four days. Yeah, okay. I don't think she's going to say anything. <laughs> That's the other thing. What does his own mother think? That's awful. Oh, God. I would hate to disappoint my mother to that level. That is awful. I imagine she'll stick by her son. Well, yeah, you would think so. But still, in the back of her mind, she's got to wonder if that some of that's true. And who did she raise? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a podcast, and look, you don't have to listen to it. I'm not saying you should, but a podcast last month with Chris on Chris's show with his mom and Louis Anderson, the other the comedian. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's the type of mom. She's like, no, Chris does no wrong. I love him. Like, not my baby boy. Yeah, she's that type of mom. Which right. Is very. It's a very good type of mom to have. I guess in most situations, not All this right. one. <laughs> Here we go. Hang on, I'll read this to you real quick, Tim. Chris Hardwick seems to have his family's support amid the fallout from his ex-girlfriend Chloe Dykstra's allegations that an unnamed past boyfriend sexually and emotionally abused her. Socialite Patty Hearst seemingly referenced the controversy Friday when she tweeted, Beware the person who stabs you and then tells the world they're the one who's bleeding, and retweeted articles about Hardwick's denial. Her rep did not immediately return people's request for comment. So, yeah, sounds like she's got his back. Pretty good, then. It's family, Tim. You take care of each yeah, other. That's right. It's that's one right. of the most powerful families in the United States. Right. Yeah. Very, 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 very wealthy. So anyway. Yeah. Nothing but love for the Hearst family. Right. <laughs> we don't blame them for any of this. And the yeah. Dykstra family. And yeah. their black sheep. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be real mad about this entire situation if Yvette Nicole Brown is the new host of Talking Dead. <laughs> you always got to make it about you, man. I know. <laughs> I do. How is this going to affect my life? That's how it's going to affect me. I'm no longer going to want to watch Talking Dead. That's how right. that's going to affect me. 
I think it's a win-win for me. I have one less podcast to listen to each week. Right. right. So I, I will be caught up in about six months. <laughs> I kind of fell off of listening to his show even before this happened and then even watching The Walking Dead and Talking Dead and stuff like that. So it doesn't affect me too much what he does or where he goes. I, I just feel bad for Chloe. That's all. And the women around him. I was going to yes. say I feel bad for his wife and his mom. Yeah. But if you're guilty of these allegations, Chris Hardwick, fuck you, dude. You are a piece of shit. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Here, here. Any positive things you want to talk about, Tom? You guys <laughs> haven't recorded for so long, so. Oh, just a lot of crazy shit going on. Uh, I'm in the process of buying a house, which is just insane. Hopefully that will be settled soon, and then I can get back into the groove of things and then hopefully we'll be podcasting a little more regularly once that occurs but yeah other than that no just uh, family's good working my ass off buying a house been busy that's it very good very good yeah no john's pretty busy also yeah. house stuff yeah i'm in the middle of house stuff too. and new baby stuff congratulations on your beautiful daughter thanks man yeah. she's great she is great She's probably awake right now. <laughs> she's. It looks like she, I think she's feeding. That's the last check I got. So, yeah. All right. Well, is, is there any other nerd news you guys want to quickly talk about, or do you want to wrap things up? Tim has always been the nerd news guy for our show. So, I don't know. Is what the last thing you guys talked about on your show was Infinity War, correct? Yeah, we never did a Deadpool two or a solo review. <laughs> we were well, intending that's, to. That's okay because I didn't watch Deadpool two yet, yeah. and I haven't seen Solo. Yeah, we were going to do both those things, but, you know, life got in the way, man. We just haven't had time to record until now. I thought this was important and we needed to make time to record, so I'm happy you guys were available. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having us on. Right, I, I have started reading some, some comic books recently. I just yeah. started picking up the Marvel Darth Vader series. Oh, that's good stuff. The one where it basically it picks right up at the end, end of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, where he throws the Emperor against the wall. <laughs> yeah, I love it's, it. It's actually it's really good, and yeah. it's easy to you know read right through it and catch up because mm -hmm. you're into it. Like it captures you right away. Yeah, so cool. It, he starts there, and then it starts his journey of getting a lightsaber, which and, is awesome. Yeah, I highly recommend it, John. I'm interested. You know me. They explain to you why kyber crystals turn the color of their user. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, the way they explain it is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And that's canon now, isn't it? It is canon. Marvel owns it. All right. <laughs> so I have this awful flashback to the uh, Force Awakens book that explains how C-3PO got a red arm. And I'm just like... Sometimes they sometimes Star Wars does not do comics. Explain great. that to me because I still don't know how it happened. He went on a mission, got mixed up with another C-3PO another. type An droid. Imperial droid, actually. Yeah. But it was red, and yeah. they both lost their arms, and he got his... He was holding onto the arm for his friend, and then they put that arm on. <laughs> right. He basically inherited that arm because the other droid was destroyed. Gotcha. And his arm got ripped off by some alien creature that was on the planet that they crashed on. It sounds very much like C-3PO then. Yeah, it just it 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 was a typical mishaps happen to C-3PO, but it wasn't done well. 
nowhere in the description of how he got the arm was we changed his arm to red so we can sell more toys. Right. Right. Which, Which is, is the, the real truth. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Star Wars toys, I don't even consider it a toy, but uh, for my birthday, our friends Eric and Taylor got me a gift card to Barnes & Noble. So I went to Barnes & Noble yesterday, and I got a Bandai uh, Millennium Falcon model kit. Oh, Bandai Ooh. Namco, the no, toy company? No, just it's just Bandai. It's a 1 by 144 scale Millennium Falcon kit that I have to assemble. So wow. I'm looking forward to doing that. That's going to take some time. Uh, yeah, no, I have to buy a, a. The tools are sold separately. It says on the box. What? Yeah, you have to paint it too, or the plastic piece is already painted. I think the piece is already painted. I just have to assemble it. Okay, so. and maybe there's some decals to throw on. There might be. That used to but be it, my favorite part of putting toys together, man. When I got my GI Joe vehicles, I used to love putting the decals on, and I relished that. Did you ever uh, accidentally put it on crooked and then have to oh, tear yeah. it off slowly? Try to and peel it, it off, on? and then and then you know you where you peel the corner never quite stuck back on correctly, and you get you know it would get dirt under it, and then it would just always be peeled. It would never stick. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the troubles of being a kid trying to make it perfect. But let's face it, making your stickers crooked is what made your toy your toy. You know. Yeah, separated mine from my brother's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so something to be said for crooked stickers. Yeah. Uh, are you reading anything new, Tom? Currently, no. I have had uh, when I tell you I have had no time to do anything. I'm not exaggerating. Like I haven't bought a comic book since. Like I haven't even bought Amazing Spider-Man 800, which is Spider-Man's my favorite character. That's sacrilege mm-hmm. that I haven't bought that. But I'm way behind on all of my reading. Probably two or three months behind, and uh, I need to catch up. But yeah, the Darth Vader series that is great. I like all the Star Wars comics. The Lando series, did you read that? That Marvel? Not yet. Oh, you I want to read, read that. that after this one. That's good. You're gonna like that. The Solo one was. Eh, did but. you read the the Poe Dameron one? Yeah, that was good too. Okay. Yeah, but see, I had mixed feelings about that. I have he's mixed. Like, he's a new coward. Yeah. Like well, that. that's the other thing. Be. I'm not 100 percent in love with the new the new characters and the new movies and. I think everyone knows how I feel about The Last Jedi. So, you know, so, some of that I'm not crazy about. But I like well-written comic stories, and that's what, mm-hmm. you know, it was a well-written. Made me, just because I don't love the character, it was still a well-written story. So I got to give it some credit. But Lando, you'll like. That was good. Check that out. Cool. What about you, John? I'm literally catching up on television. I'm like 10 episodes behind on Legion, but I'm still watching that. I finished all the CW shows this season. I stopped watching Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow, but oh. I don't count them. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Flash I ended last night, which was a very interesting ending. Did you like the ending? I didn't hate it. No, yeah. I thought it was okay. I was just happy they didn't do a speedster fucking villain this season. Right. You know? Though the plot twist was a speedster, yeah. which was interesting. I, I saw that coming for a while. Yeah, you knew it was their kid. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we, we ended, yeah, we're going to do the spoiler, I, how it ended. You've, you've seen it, right? Oh, yeah, I've mean, okay. done it. So when it ended, Annie was like, how did that happen? I'm like, well, it's obvious. Time travel. She <laughs> went back in time, fucked the timeline up, and now yeah. she needs her dad's help. Yeah, because she can't get he's back. He's the right? king of unfucking timelines. Yeah, right. And fucking them at the same he's time. He's the worst. Yeah. He's the absolute worst. <laughs> Uh, it's the best. Um, Just call the legends. They they fuck around with time all the time. Legends of tomorrow. They're always fucking around with time. 
They don't give yeah, a right. shit about the time stream and any of that shit. <laughs> Apparently, it's okay if they do it. Right. Just not if the Flash does it. Yeah. If the they fla- have a time shift. Yeah. If the Flash does it, it's Flashpoint and it affects everything in the universe. If the Legends do it, it just affects that one area of time and the rest of it's okay. <laughs> Figure that Diggle out. Diggle has a son. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a daughter. <laughs> so up. fucked up. But Arrow, Arrow was good. Yeah, Arrow was okay this season. It didn't absolutely fucking suck. And they teased something that would be... They, they actually teased something at the beginning of the finale that didn't even happen. So I'm assuming they're, they're going to actually be talking about Longbow Hunters next season, which is your very favorite. exciting to me. That's your favorite. It's one of the first Green Arrow books you've collected. read. But I haven't... No, I've never collected it. I have one of them. I've read it, but I haven't read it in over 10 years. Oh. Yeah. See how so, they adapt it. Their adaptations are usually a little bit half-assed. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the, the whole Raza Gold mess has oh, been God. very, very interesting in the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. Um, so you haven't talked about that new news about Batwoman entering the fray in the CW series. What? Yeah, um, they. She's going to be introduced in a crossover event next season. Are you kidding me? No, so the Gotham City and Batwoman are coming, but no but word no of Batman. any of the Waynes or yeah. well, Bruce is yeah. Bruce has been mentioned before in the universe. Yeah, Arrow, yes. he was mentioned on Arrow, mm-hmm. which was a pretty good reference. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, Black Lightning was good this season. Was it? Yeah. I really now, is that it. involved with the rest of them? I haven't watched Black Lightning. Not yet. They're probably going to cross over at some okay. point. But they, it is supposed to be in the same universe. Yes. Okay. They mentioned Central City. Okay. Because it's just figuring out which universe they're on now that they have like the established like 52 universes mm-hmm. and Supergirl's on one universe. And which is stupid. They should just merge I, her into the other's. Just it's the way they had to do it for the show when it started because it started on ABC. But they could fix it CBS. now. I mean, now they could fix was it? it. Yeah, yeah it was right. CBS. Now they could fix it. They should just fix that. That's stupid. I, I really enjoyed the first episode of Black Lightning. I thought that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It holds. Like the, the entire season was very interesting. It built well. They had set up characters that huge payoffs towards the end of the season, and they ask a bunch of questions that we don't know the answers to yet. So I'm, like it's kept me invested. Nice, yeah. cool, yeah. You guys watch Westworld? Ooh, I have not, dude. Oh, it's very. I, I'm having a hard time keeping up with the first season. Like I get to a certain point. You're still in season one. I'm still in the season one. And I can't get past this one part. I'm not going to say what part because you, I don't. You haven't watched it, correct? I've seen season. Oh, one. you have. Yeah. It's the part where I forget the woman's name, the one that was. Dolores. In, the, yeah, the one that was in Across the Universe. What? She was the actress. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dolores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she goes with the the two guys, mm-hmm. the two businessmen, and they go on that adventure to like all these uh-huh. other towns, and I. They say they they steal the nitro, and yep. it gets stolen from them, and that's it. I can't get past that part. Yeah. Do you okay. do you understand that there's time travel involved? I don't think he has gotten that far. Okay. Yet. okay. All right. Just stick yeah. stick with it. There's it'll it'll make sense. All the different well, everything that's happening isn't all happening at the same time. Right. That yeah. the character Will that she's hanging out with is is another character, but you don't know who. You just got to watch it. Just sit through it. 
You'll, it all comes together at the end. Yeah, it'll be worth like, it. I mean, I, I've seen some, like, recent, like, trailers and stuff like that for the new season. Like, they go to, like, a Japanese world or some shit like that. Samurai Hints world. of that at the end of the last season, too. Yeah. I start, I was planning to watch Westworld, but what happened is I got into a real, real weird funk right when Ash vs. Evil Dead ended. Oh, that sucked, huh? Dropping a bomb like that on somebody is downright rude. That fucking finale was awful. They should have just killed him off. Right, and they were building to it, and the way they ended it, it was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was totally unnecessary. I mean, unless you're planning on doing an Evil Dead 4. Uh, (laughs) There was no reason to do that to us. But in season two, they had this weird like hiatus where there was still like two episodes left where they went back in time. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing those episodes, but I don't remember anything anything that happened in those episodes Mm -hmm. so when season three kicked off i'm like hold on what the fuck happened pablo was just cut in half that's the last thing i remember yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) overall it was a really good show i just i did not like the ending no i was disappointed and and they totally set it up for his daughter to take over and i was digging that i kind of liked that brandy i liked her I liked her too. Yeah, I didn't watch season two at all. Or there was a third season that it just... apparently I didn't watch season three either. I yeah. can you Tim do me one favor? There's one episode in season two that you need to watch, and I believe it's episode two where he goes to the morgue looking for the Necronomicon. Johnny, you know what I'm referring to. I do. <laughs> Tim, there's one scene in the morgue you have to watch. It's the funniest fucking thing that ever happens to Ash Williams, and it's the funniest thing that ever happens on that show. I've absolutely tweeted about it. There's a similar scene in season three where he goes to a sperm bank. Right, but it's I will, not. I will watch it when I get home. It's a little, <laughs> but no pun intended. It's a little on the nose. The one in season three, it's a little forced. Yeah. I, the one that happened in season two was totally unexpected and totally like I laughed out loud and woke up my house because I was watching it <laughs> at eleven o'clock at night, and it was so fucking funny. That I had to, bur- I burst out laughing, and that show has only done that to me a handful of times, and that was the best, that was the biggest laugh I ever got out of that show. I one hundred percent agree. Season two is on Netflix now, right? Oh yeah, should be. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch that when I get home. Episode I will get back two. to you after I see it. <laughs> awesome, you can tweet about that. <laughs> Just wanted to say I'm sorry. I have to leave you so soon. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, let, why don't we wrap things up? Is there anything you want to recommend to Not Nation? Another comic book. That I I was rec- recommended to fans of fans of Patrol since they do their comic book section. It's the new Avengers series from Marvel. It's really good so far. Uh, so check that out. Awesome. Cool. And um, this weekend is the premiere of Luke Cage season two. Oh yeah. So this is the first Netflix show that's happening in the wake of what we see in Infinity War. I don't know if there's going to be a tie-in or not, but I'm very fucking excited. <laughs> I'm has, I'm curious to see how they're going to handle that. That's going to be Has it been confirmed that it's post-Infinity No, War? we don't know. So, like, I'm, I'm curious. This is the first show that's oh, come out that's after, aired at, okay, I guess, after no. the actual... I didn't know if timeline-wise you meant... Not their okay. timeline, our timeline. Um, so, they're going to... If they address it or they don't address it, and I'm curious to see where they establish this timeline. Does it mean... Or do we know that half fucking New York is gone? Mm-hmm. Spoilers, you know, like 
You don't know. Like, yeah. I, I really, I'm really curious to see what happens. Maybe a Daredevil reference or a Punisher reference. Well, Daredevil's apparently dead. Right. Quote, so. unquote. <laughs> I just hope that Luke Cage Season 2 is better than Jessica Jones Season 2, because I was pretty disappointed with that one. I really liked that. Mm. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. It, it was, was it was a solid it was a solid performance, I think. It Jessica didn't Jones. live up to the the first season of Jessica Jones is just so amazing. I agree. I guess it's hard cuz you can't, you know, you don't have Kilgrave. Uh Kilgrave was amazing. Yes. And, and when his time came in the second season, yeah. it was very well done yeah, in terms yeah. of what they could do and how they did it. Right. Um, but overall, I mean, if you if you take Kilgrave out of season 1, Jessica Jones season two is still really good. Yeah, it's just it's it's it it doesn't shine as bright as season one. You know what it was? I had to binge season one. Jessica Jones season two. I watched over the span of a month. I did. I wasn't in a rush to see it. You know, it didn't excite me the way season one did. So hopefully Luke Cage will do that, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. I would like to recommend actually a fellow nerd podcast mafia member, the Dinner in a Podcast show. They are now releasing. A second episode during the week on Thursdays, I believe, they release a comic book episode. Joe and Steve, they decide to take the comic book corner to a new level and make it a standalone show. And so they do that now. And I'm a big fan of that. So, And Tim, you're reading comics. You should check that out if you haven't been. That's a great... I will, I will definitely check that out, yeah. Yeah, they talk all about comics. So I recommend Dinner in a Podcast, the comic book corner sub show that they release check that out very cool and that's it uh derek and jay money will return with me on the next episode i knew they would not want to discuss chris hardwick or this situation so i didn't even bother asking them no Uh, they're gonna be sure shit surprised (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're gonna be like what the fuck tom released an episode without us and then they're gonna see what we talked about and be like oh good tom released an episode without us (laughs) because they are not gonna want to touch this subject but yeah we'll be back soon talking about our nerdy shit uh like always so not nation hang in there uh we are not done we will be back and once my housing situation is settled and then i will Tell everyone all about that as much as that other podcast doesn't want to hear about it. Uh, who are these podcasts? Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who cares what these guys do in their personal lives? Well, actually, our listeners do, dipshit. So uh, you're not one of our listeners. It's not meant for you. And go fuck yourself. It's nice to get to know the people that are behind the show you know, of course. in their personal lives. Let me ask you a question. Why do you give two flying fucks about someone's opinion if you don't know that person? And the only way to know that person is to hear them talk about themselves and about their lives. Then you feel like you got to know them, and then you give a shit about what they say and what they think. Mm-hmm. Exactly. At least I know that in my case. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. Not so much now, but Howard Stern in his heyday, I loved Howard Stern. And the reason why is because Howard Stern told you everything about his life. Everything was on the table. There were no secrets. And I appreciated that. I felt like I knew the guy. So I cared what he thought, and I cared what he said. And so I try to follow that same formula. And that's um, it. Quick question about him. Do mm. you think he is as big now as he was when he kind of first started and stuff like that? I think he's big with celebrities and famous people, but I think his following has died down. I think... I, I personally don't care for the new iteration of the show. I don't like 
how he does it now. It's not dick and fart jokes anymore, which is what I thought was mm-hmm. funny about it. He's kind of evolved, and I get it. The guy's like 60, and he's got grown daughters. I understand why he wants to change what he He doesn't want to do butt bongo fiesta anymore, and he doesn't want to have porn stars come in and ride the Sibian. I get it. That was literally my favorite part of the show when I was in high <laughs> yeah, school. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. So, you know, I miss those aspects of the show, but it's a different show now, and I'll always be fond of the old show, you know. And Howard will always have a special. And if, and if anybody came out saying that he sexually assaulted oh, them, God. let's just go full circle. Would you say no shit? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So. You could say the date and month that episode aired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, thank you very much for coming out of retirement and dusting off those microphones for a very special episode of Talking Chris Hardwick. With uh, Tom Van Zant and not another nerdy podcast. Thank you for having us. It was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah. And next time we'll have you on and have a topic that's not so heavy. <laughs> you know, we'll have a little more fun. And I haven't talked to Jay Money since the, the Fans on Patrol episode we did at the end of last summer. Oh, where he drove so, Montego love- crazy? <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love I'd love when, to hang out with him again. I love when Jay Money goes on other people's shows so that they can feel my pain. But Montego's such a pro. He he took yeah. it in, he took it in strides. He did. <laughs> he did. Before the start up, a little inside baseball. He's like Jay Money's like, yeah, no, this is gonna be my entrance music. It was gonna <laughs> and Montego's like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> like, and he did it. He did it. Taking control of the show <laughs> right off the gate. <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, on behalf of my magical and metal special guest co-hosts, Johnny. I love you. And Tim. Thank you for having us, bud. Appreciate it. From the Dork of All Trades podcast, go back in the archives and check out their old shows. Funny stuff. Nobody is funnier getting drunk while recording a podcast. I love it. I appreciate that. Yeah something we used to do very well yeah that was like stopped that was your thing you know (laughs) fuck you chris hardwick that's what i'm gonna close out with fuck you very much until next time bye-bye virtual j money can you drop a little social media presence for not another nerdy podcast well, you can like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com backslash notpodcast1. You could follow us on Instagram at notpodcast1. You could follow us on Twitter at notpodcast1. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube. Check us out on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website and also check us out on podknife.com and leave us a five-star review. Back to you. Thank you, Virtual J Money. Been a while since we've heard from him. Stay classy, knotheads.